Ah, the sounds of summer. Can it get any better? Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Discover the confidence of Lexus Safety System Plus. Explore the possibilities of a Lexus at the Golden Opportunity Sales Event. Now through September 6th. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Not a substitute for safe and attentive driving practices. See owner's manual. Hey guys, how you doing? JP Sari Kolia here and happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Thank you for watching. If you're doing this in YouTube, thank you for listening. You're doing this through the platform. I know it is Black Friday, so a lot of you are just out there maybe purchasing things. If you're the type of person that loves to do that, or you just from home buying, you know, online or doing stuff with the family this weekend, it's a great time. And definitely it's a, one of my favorite holidays. Perhaps uh, sometimes I, I feel with Thanksgiving, I, I love Thanksgiving uh, to the point that I think it surpasses even Christmas for me. It's a great time to be grateful, great time to spend with the family, to eat a lot of food. So I, I am really thankful for all the blessings of the year. And definitely it's been a great year, even though there's been a lot of stuff, you know, that happened around us. Uh, with the pandemic, with the economy, with situations that are happening in the collectibles world, in any type of hobby, what there is in comics, there's been a lot of stuff, a lot of uh, turmoil, a lot of, uh, I would say, upheaval, and a lot of things that really sometimes make no sense, but it's part of the life we're living, it's part of the, the, the world we are living now, and we have to kind of accept it for what it is. But I'm still grateful, and you know, in this video, in this podcast, in this episode, I really want to share the reasons, 10 reasons why I'm grateful for 2021. And it's, I want to say that this, you know, I, and this is the part we, we can, we always grateful for the basic things. And, you know, one thing, these are just things that I'm going to mention today are things that I'm grateful as a fan of a lot of things, as a collector, as a person that enjoys movies, video games, all these things that I, are pastimes and hobbies of mine. I want to really share those because, of course, you know, we, we can say I'm grateful for God and his grace. That's one thing that I am grateful no matter what. I'm grateful for my wife, for my daughter, her husband, for, for my family. I'm grateful for my health, even though I'm still struggling with certain things. I'm, I'm grateful that I'm, I'm alive. I'm grateful for the job. Those are things that we're always grateful and we should always be grateful. But there are things this year that happened that were, in my opinion, amazing as a fan, as a person that loves, you know, geeky stuff. And I want to share those 10 reasons. You know, I have to make a list. There's more than that. But I think there are 10 basic things that, in my opinion, were amazing this year. They are still amazing this year. And I feel that there are reasons that, you know, we have to be grateful. Because definitely we live in a world that, yes, is messed up in some ways, but also gives us a lot of joy. And it's important to really take note of that. So I'm going to make it simple for you. I'm going to give you those 10 reasons. So the first reason that I'm grateful for 2021, this has been the year of the Marvel omnibuses and collections. Yes, collect, you know, I would say comics have suffered a lot since last year with the pandemic, the closure of many places. Definitely they suffer a lot. And th there's still some of that happening, even on the digital world. You know, the closure of, of apps like Matefire, the DC app went out, and now, of course, it's, everything has been managed just by, uh, I would say, Comixology. Marvel's still strong, and some of those apps had to adapt, like the IDW app had to adapt now with a new app and all of those things. So it's been a bummer in, in those situations. However, I think it's been an amazing year for Marvel, uh, particularly, I think, for a lot of places, a lot of companies and publishers, because there's been a lot of republishing and a lot of collections 
from Dark Horse Comics, from even from Fanagraphics, the Usagi Yojimbo was reprinted, which I have back there, and I really, in fact, I need to review at some point. There were so many great, uh, you know, collections that came from DC, but I think Marvel killed it. You know, Marvel was the one uh, at the top of the food chain. You know, there were so many collections every week. Still have, you know, still waiting for reprints. A lot of stuff. It's, it's Marvel took it by storm. And that is a great thing. You know, I think now this hobby of omnibus for omnibus collect collectors, it's bigger than ever was with so many great collections that, you know, we have the stuff from, uh, you know, in this case, Peter David, a lot of stuff from Peter David this year, which is amazing, but a lot of reprints as well. The stuff that has been sold out for a, for a long time. And it's great to see that a lot of people are fans of that. It is amazing. And definitely I feel that this new omnibuses, yeah, they, the paper is thinner, but I think the construction of these books is better or it's getting better and uh, not all the books, but I would say that it's getting to a place where it's more manageable. And it's amazing to see how this hobby has grown and continues to grow. And Marvel is investing in, into these collections. And not only omnibuses, you can see that with epic collections. There were so many epic collections this year. And they will continue to come. Every week there's something new. And of course, we have seen a, a delays in the last few months because, of course, of the pandemic and all of that. But we know that we're going to get next year is also going to be a strong year. So as collectors of, you know, all these things and, and uh, people that love comics, I think it's a great time to get into this hobby because there are collections and they get reprints over and over now. And that's good. You know, that's good. You know, I think we are in a new era of omnibus collect collecting and it's great. Uh, I think it's, it's a fantastic time. So I'm really grateful for that. Now, the second reason, continuing with Marvel, but now going into the movies, it has been, I think, the year of the MCU as well. Uh, yes, I know that, you know, the, the best movies happened a few years back, but I do believe that this year also brought some great uh, films for the MCU. Of course, we have Black Widow. I would say I wasn't as impressed with Black Widow. I think it left something to be desired, but I'm glad that we finally were able to see a movie for the character. I think it was a great movie for what it was. I think if it was done years back, I think this movie would have, you know, been better. In my opinion, the reception would have been better. But I still, you know, it's great to have it. Chang-Chi was surprising for me. Chang-Chi was a movie that I definitely felt right away in love with. I think it's a great movie. Now it's on Disney Plus. And I'm telling you, if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. You know, it has things that perhaps people will dis you know, dislike, like the, the CGI, things like that here and there. But beyond that, I think it was a fantastic movie. It had the heart. It had the spirit. And it represented the characters so well. But it was not only that film. You know, The Eternals. I haven't watched Eternals. I'm planning to watch it this weekend. Um, but you know, people are receiving it well. I'm sure, I'm not, you know, what it really amazes me because the reason why I'm thinking this is the year of the MCU is the fact, and of course we have Spider-Man uh, coming soon, you know, in December. But to me, it's like, what I like of the fact is that now after all the hard work the MCU has done for the past, you know, 10 years, now they're able to start working into projects that are new, bringing characters that are more obscure, and really expanding this vast universe. Also in Disney Plus, you have, of course, you know Loki, you had WandaVision, and you, you also have what is that? Uh, this case, um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So the expansion is still there. Is the growth is there? You know, we have What If. All of those things are great, and I think the MCU is managing all those things really, really well. To see these beautiful stories and these amazing characters that have been in comics for many years now represented in, in a nice way in the in the big theater. And, and that's great in the big screen. I'm excited for that. So definitely has been a great year for the MCU. You know, you can disagree here and there, but I think it's been fantastic. 
And I would say one other great film, in my opinion, this year, I'm grateful that we got the Zack Snyder's Justice League. And I was impressed by it. I wasn't really looking forward for more. To, I wasn't expecting much. But in my opinion, this was the, the love letter that Zack Snyder wanted to give to the fans. And ultimately, it was a fantastic film. So I'm really grateful for that. I think that ultimately, this film is better. I, you know, we can always wish that this was actually the original film. But it didn't happen. At least we have something and fans cry for it, you know. And this is the great thing, the victory of the fandom, the victory of the fans that they were, you know, always cheering for this, always asking for this, really going in campaigns and social media trying to vote for this. And ultimately, the fact that Warner Brothers, you know, was able to pull it off. It was it was it was great. And they pull it off. I would say the victory is not only for HBO Max or the victory for Warner Brothers. I think in the end, the victory is for not even for Zack Snyder. I think the victory in the end is for the fans that they were they believe in Zack Snyder, and ultimately it's a it's a great adaptation. It's a great film. It's a you know I think this is what it should have been from the beginning, and you know it's not perfect. I wouldn't say it's perfect as a film, but it gives us the you know the image that when fans get together and they fight for the right reasons, I think they can get a lot of stuff done, and it's amazing. So yeah, I'm grateful for that and the opportunity to watch it this year. But I would say on the fourth point of what I'm grateful here, I would say that I am grateful for the streaming services. This year was fantastic for that. Of course, you know, most people, because of the pandemic, most people in many countries, they have to stay home. So there was no opportunity for a lot of people to go to the theater. The ability to watch a lot of these films and so many shows through Netflix, you know, there was so much stuff that Netflix did. Uh, A lot of junk too, but a lot of great stuff as well. The stuff that we watch through Disney Plus, not only on the MCU, on the Marvel stuff, also the stuff that they did for Star Wars and so many other stuff that they did. It's amazing that what they're doing now. I am grateful for that, really. And also, what is that? Uh, Amazon Prime, though, in this case, Prime Video. We have Invincible. All of those things. It, is, it was a fantastic. It is a fantastic year for streaming. And, of course, a lot of the, the films that uh, from Warner Brothers end up, you know, being on streaming services, which allow a lot of people that were unable to watch these films at the theater because theaters were closed to watch it at home. So I think it's great to see what the streaming services and definitely this marks, a, 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 I think, um, a star for the streaming services to take over theaters, which is sad at the same time. But it gives an opportunity uh, to see a lot of great and uh, fantastic content. That it just it blows your mind the stuff that they're producing now in these services, the movies they're producing in the services, the high quality of these movies and series and animation. So it's it's great. Of course, there were some doozies, some things that actually I wasn't a fan of. I was disappointed. Like I would say, there was a mess of the universe, things like that. But ultimately, I think the overall package that you're getting with streaming services was fantastic, and it saved a lot of people because a lot of people, you know, being stuck at home, being able to watch something was the only escape they had, and it, it was great. So it was a I'm grateful for streaming services. Ah, the sounds of summer. Can it get any better? Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Discover the unforgettable sensations of the Lexus Performance lineup. Explore the possibilities of a Lexus at the Golden Opportunity sales event. Now through September 6th. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. House of Roll presents a life well-crafted. Five iconic luxury brands sharing the spotlight in one lavish house of brands. Roll, Riabelle, Perrin and Rowe. 
Victoria and Albert, and Shaw's. To discover the full scope of design possibilities for your kitchen and bath, look no further than House of Roll. Reimagine your own setting at houseofroll.com. Now, on the fifth point of what I'm grateful today, I would say it has been the year of the Xbox. You know, I love Xbox. I'm still <laughs> hoping to get a Series X at some point. And it's, that's the hardest part. But I would say that in the gaming side, uh, Xbox has slowly maintained that. I, I've, I've been playing PS4. That's the, the, the right now what I have. I don't have a PS5. You know, and to be honest, I don't want to have a PS5. Recently, my son-in-law, he has a PS5. That was his birthday gift a few months back. Um, actually, no, it was a, just a gift for him a few months back. Uh, because my, my daughter says, you know, wanted to kind of rewarding because he's been working really hard. So he got a PS5 and he was so happy and excited, bought a lot of games. And, you know, I, I think a matter of months, the drive, the in this case, the CD drive went out and I have, had it here. I tried to help him just trying to fix it, but it's, it's just, I couldn't, I, we couldn't fix it. There was no way we have to send it somewhere to fix, to be fixed. It still needs to be sent out. So that was disappointing. You know, <laughs> it was disappointing. And I'm telling you, I wasn't impressed about the system, you know, and I tried a little bit here when I'm testing it because, of course, you know, the digital part works, but not the drive. So we, we can download games from the from the cloud, whatever, from the from the PlayStation store. And it, it it's fine. I wasn't impressed. You know, yeah, there are great things about it. But I was thinking like, man, I, there are a lot of things that I feel that this console needs. And I would say the Xbox, even though I don't have an Xbox yet, I think Xbox really gives a better package. And to be honest with you, I don't even have the previous Xbox One. I don't have it. I, I had it before and I sold it, so I never got the chance because I was waiting for a better system, which is the, the, the one that now nobody can find. But what I've been doing is, of course, is I've been using the the pretty much the live service the, that you can technically pay a month and do it through PC. I forgot what I call it. Now I just forgot. Uh, but to be honest, I've been playing games on PC and, you know, I've never been really much of a PC player, but lately with that, you know, with the service, I've been able to play a lot of these Xbox games and games that are available there on my PC, which I always carry with me on my laptop, on my gaming laptop. So to me, it's been fantastic, you know, and the fact that, you know, what I like about what Xbox is doing is all the, the way they are building around it, you know, with the different apps where you can actually play your own music while you're, you know, playing your games. You can, you can do that uh, with Spotify. The, the fact that you can, you know, the backwards compatibility that it, in my opinion is amazing and all the different functions that they're producing, I'm really looking forward to it. And to be honest with you, the next console that I'm going to bring for this house, and hopefully I can get one this week uh, over the, I don't know, maybe this weekend or maybe before Christmas, definitely I want to get an Xbox uh, Series X. I, I'm not as concerned with the PS5. I, I, don't, I don't care much. And although most of my collection now is PS4, which, and, you know, they can be backwards compatible with the PS5. And some of the games that I've been buying recently, they also come, you know, digitally they come with both versions. But I'm gonna wait for the PS5 when, in my opinion, it gets better. I'm just gonna invest on that. So it's been a great year, and of course, celebrating the 20th anniversary now, 20 years of the Xbox. I still remember when I purchased the first Xbox that it came out, and it was a phenomenal system. It was my favorite system of that generation. I prefer over the PS2, over the GameCube. I was a fan for for a long time. And of course, then I became a fan of the PS3. I jumped into the PS3 first and the Xbox 360, which, you know, ultimately I became a fan of the PS3. And I've been kind of following the PlayStation, the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation 4. I love the PlayStation 2. I love the PlayStation 1. But I always thought the Xbox to be a much better system overall. And the Xbox 360 also gave us a great, great, um, you know, I would say experiences. Now, the Xbox One was, I wouldn't say on par with the PS4. 
But I am excited to see what Xbox is doing. Of course, we got the new Waza Forza. Also, Halo Infinite. I think it's just amazing to see what the Xbox and the catalog and how it's growing. And I, I believe that this console is going to have a great reception. It's going to have a, a great lifespan uh, with so many great games and so many things that, uh, you know, Xbox Microsoft is doing with with the the whole the console. And I would say they, they everything, they, they pretty much the community they're building around it which in my opinion is great. I think they're doing a better job than actually Sony's doing with the PlayStation 5. So we, we'll see. You know, I think I'm excited. Definitely, you know, thinking about this 20 years has been amazing. It's been a great journey. And I definitely am a fan because there was a time where people were afraid that in this case, Xbox will just simply no longer exist. And now it's just to see Xbox still thriving and surviving and all this uh, pretty much deals that they have done buying a lot of these studios amazing i would say deals expensive deals but i think they're building they're considering the future they're looking towards the future and i think right now xbox is in in the right place that it needs to be so it's been a year for the xbox in my opinion although you know other console i would say even the the switch has been doing amazing and definitely the playstation still the king i feel that xbox is getting and doing the right thing and is heading in the right direction so it's amazing and continue with gaming i think it's a great has been a great year this is my sixth point the sixth reason i'm grateful has been the year of retro arcades. You know, we love retro arcades. Um, I love, I think Arcade 1UP has been, for a couple of years, has been doing amazing. You know, a lot of uh, amazing things. I, I created a video on my channel. Uh, I, I think I posted on my gaming channel. I posted on my main channel. I think I posted on both of my most anticipated uh, games. Uh, what, what I wanted a few years back, I think two years ago for RK one up the things that I wanted to see in RK one up well this year has been amazing because many of those um, games that were on that list they, they were finally able and are able now to come out they're coming out now you can find them everywhere and some games are, are still coming so it's amazing to see that there's still there's a fandom out there people love RK one up and yes you know they the price point is the part where people are still um divided because i do believe that they're becoming more more and more expensive and hard to get and particularly on the sizes of these things where even though they're small they still require some space so people are more concerned about those things but it's amazing to see what they're doing the x-men arcade we have the simpsons we have you know the the, the tennis between ninja turtles again so many things you know terminator all the stuff that is coming amazing killer instinct there's a lot of things that are happening and definitely there's other games that we love to see but i think that there is a love now for that you know for this classic arcades from the 80s and 90s and that's great and we are seeing other companies also kind of getting into it producing their own arcades and i think there's a fascination for the arcades and i grew up in the arcade era you know i grew up in the 80s and 90s into the arcades i love the arcades and you know to me it brings a lot of great memories and the fact that we're getting to see them again and and I would say arcade kind of arcade one up leading the way. It's it's great. Doesn't mean that it's perfect. Doesn't mean that the emulation that they have is always the best. Doesn't mean that they you know the price is perfect or reachable for everyone. But I think it's it's a great option. And the fact that we can get to see these games again, hopefully they they end up being also in digital media, digital format. Because I would love to play them on in modern consoles. But it's great to see this and people are loving this and it's becoming a very a great community to be part of. You know, there's a great community, it's a large community that is loves the RK one ups around the world. And it's great. And it's uh, hopefully we can get to see other companies also jumping into this and we can get because the amount of arcade games that you can have it's it's unreal. There's so many arcade games that were they're classic and some companies are producing their own versions 
with they're actually coming out pretty good with like thousands of games and they i would say it's a great investment as well and some of them are you know are at the same price almost or even less than rk one up some are more expensive but it's another option so the the, the the reality is that right now people are really really dying for these things you know they, they're dying in the sense that they just want to have it you know they are desperate to have these things in their collection rooms and that's great so i'm excited for that it really excites me to see all this comeback here now i want to move into one thing now we're moving from the gaming part now i want to talk about uh in this case about toys about action figures and the the first one which is number seven on my list i'm grateful for the return of retro toys and retro franchises it's been an amazing year for action figure collectors for toy collectors and you know it's always been a big community of retro toy collectors out there and they love the classic stuff but a lot of companies are taking note of this of this many of these franchises and they are producing amazing looking figures based on retro based on classic franchises from the 80s and 90s so we're getting like companies like super seven producing a lot of stuff now of course we have the thundercats we have they have now the silverhawks which i'm you know i'm amazed by that the G.I. Joe, also the Tennis Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're producing a lot of stuff. Uh, and and I'm excited for that. It's nice to see that Playmates also re-release a lot of the classic Tennis Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff, which is amazing to see that. We get in to see the re-releases from Mattel with the Masters of the Universe, with the classics. You know, it's, it's great. It is great to see these companies doing all this stuff. You know, NECA doing stuff. You know, they've been doing a lot of stuff with Tennis Mutant Ninja Turtles, but also they in producing other stuff for other type of franchises. So we get we are getting to see, you know, an, an amazing time. Of course, you know, we also have, of uh, you know, you can see the, the Hasbro with the Transformers line. This Kingdom collection is amazing. I've been collecting all of them. I've been getting all, they still pack, but I'm loving what I'm getting to see. If you can see this on YouTube. Love that, you know, we're getting this classic stuff from the 1986 film, but also classic depiction of the characters based, of course, on the most recent um, Netflix show. But also they're going back to this classic look, which in my opinion is great. It's fantastic. We also have the gargoyles, you know, the stuff from, from NECA. This is an amazing toy I need to review at some point. But, man, it is nice. All these companies are doing amazing. The toys are coming back. You know, companies are reproducing certain things. Uh, it's, it's just great. I think it's a fantastic year for uh, you know, action figure collectors, for toy collectors. All these franchises, you know, that we're getting, like Defenders of the Earth with NECA. Amazing. It's just amazing to see. And we can keep going and going, of course, you know, back to the future stuff from NECA. It's just I'm amazed. I'm amazed. And if you follow me on my Instagram and my personal Instagram, JP Sari, uh, you'll see that I'm posting pictures of a lot of figures and I'm getting so many figures, man. I need to start just probably get rid of some of them, but you know, I just don't want to, and I need to get rid of the packages and start just reviewing them. But it's just amazing. It's amazing to see with that. It, it's just, it's been a year where I'm grateful to see all these toys back in the toy aisles. It's great. It's great to see that. But I would say, the company that has really surprised me, and I'm grateful for that, number eight, this year has been pretty much the, the year of McFarlane Toys. McFarlane Toys, man, has been, you know, doing amazing stuff this year. Top McFarlane is just a genius. And the stuff they have with DC, the stuff that they're producing with DC is just beyond good, you know? And yes, there are a lot of deuces there. There's a lot of things that are not as good in the action figures. Not all of them are perfect. But it's amazing how much... 
they are producing, how much Todd is doing. You know, they're getting so many releases, so many different waves, a lot of stuff that is really cool looking. Also, we see in the Spawn figures again. So he's re reimagining some of those old classic figures, and you get him again, new versions that are much better. So the stuff that they're doing with uh, Mortal Kombat, all that stuff, you know, I think McFarlane is just in a, in a great place right now, McFarlane Toys. They are doing really amazing. Of course, they took over DC Collectibles, so they're also releasing statues, and they're going into that direction. So to me, that's great. I I'm really excited to see the stuff that they are they're doing, they're producing, the, the stuff they're doing even from Avatar figures, which I, I kind of I purchased the whole way for the Avatar stuff. And they look amazing. It is amazing. And the ideas, the crazy ideas that he has is just great. All those figures. And to be honest, every time he produces something and he sells, it sells out really quick. Like the Batman was a year two that just came out and went straight uh, to Target. And it was sold out in a matter of pretty much a second. So it was just hard. It was a pain. I don't like Target's, uh, in this case, pre-order system. It's horrible. But it's amazing to see McFarlane Toys the way, you know, like people love. He produces something, he's a back of poop, and he sells it, people buy it because it's McFarlane. Everything he does is exciting. And even though when things are not really that good, some of the figures are not that good, but still, you know, he makes it exciting. And I think people love that. They love this energy. So that's great. I'm, I'm excited for that. Now, number nine, and I'm going into statues. Um, this has been a great year. I would say it's the return, in my opinion. I'm so grateful for the return of the 1-6 scale, and I'm particularly, I'm grateful for the return of Kotobukiya. I feel that, and I talked about it before, Kotobukiya, I was in a place where, my, man, I was not happy with Kotobukiya for a long time. But now with the new reveals, the statues that have come out this year, and I have a few back there, if you can see them there. Of course, uh, I have Cyclops that I already review. I have Captain America that I haven't reviewed yet that I need to review. But they have other Kotobukiya pieces um, that are actually on pre-order right now, and they're coming my way as well, and I will review. I'm excited to see Kotobukiya doing good things again. I'm excited to see the company still, and there's still the desire for companies to, you know, for, for the 1-6. You know, we, we see the Ghost Rider produced by PCS, amazing-looking piece. They also have a Magneto, although I prefer the Magneto that is produced by Kotobukiya that is also coming. So it's exciting to see this because, of course, for the longest people were saying, like, the 1-6 is, six is dead, you know, the Bowen scale is dead. But to be honest with you, now there is a resurgence, and I think it has to do with the fact that, you know, things are getting expensive, that's for sure. And we're not happy about that. But at least we, we can get back to this collection that, in my opinion, are great. And I just hope for the best. And the Kucharik brothers now taking over Kotobukiya, to me, that's exciting. I'm grateful for that because they're super talented, and I know that they can do it. The 1-6 is doing fantastic. Twitterhead is doing fantastic with their DC line. You know, XM's also doing a lot of stuff, but definitely it's an exciting time for 1-6 collectors. And I'm grateful, particularly for, again, for Kotobukiya, because I love Kotobukiya, and I've always been a supporter of that. And definitely they, when it comes about Marvel stuff, they can get it done. Doesn't mean the statues are perfect so far, some of the depictions, but I'm definitely looking forward to the stuff that the Kucharik brothers are going to do, because I, I do believe that they're super talented, and they know how to get stuff done right. They are fantastic with that. So we'll see. I'm excited for that. And now the last point of today, the last thing I'm grateful. Of course, I'm grateful for more things. But the last thing that I'm grateful this year, this year, in my opinion, has been the year of Prime One Studio. That's just, there's no doubt about it in my mind. Prime One Studio has been amazing with all the showcases they have, all the stuff they have been re they release every, every week. And I'm telling you, Statue Collective has become amazing. Just the art alone. Yeah, the price is not so good. And sometimes the community can be very uh, toxic. But to be honest with you, 
the statue wise, the art art wise, it's just amazing the stuff they're doing. Companies like Queen Studios, we have companies like J and D are doing amazing stuff. Companies like Infinity Studio, even Iron Studio is doing amazing stuff. So many releases. But the company that excites me the most right now, I would say is Prime One Studio because they're pushing the envelope. Doesn't mean they're perfect. Doesn't mean that they always do the right thing. Doesn't mean that people are happy with the pricing and the high cost of shipping and all of that stuff. But it is a spectacle to look at the showcases, to see how they manage this stuff in a professional way. You know, for, you know, I can say now with total certainty, Prime One is the best company in the world of collectibles. Yeah, SciShow was the best company for a long time. And I know some people are going to disagree with that, but SciShow had presence everywhere. And people were fans of SciShow no matter what. But I will tell you, in, in those short nine years that Prime One has been pretty much here, eight, nine years... I will tell you, Prime One has become the number one in the world, the one that everyone has to beat. And the stuff they produce is just beyond amazing. And the professionalism they have in it, in their videos, in their channel, on the social media, is great. They're doing great things. This year has been amazing for the company. And they have so many licenses, so many franchises. Yes, some things that get canceled, things in there. But make no mistake, what the company is doing, it's beyond words. It's just amazing overall. So yes, you know, the PCS is also there. You also have companies like Sume Art, all these companies around the world doing amazing, you know, XM Studios, they're doing amazing work. I'm not denying that. But Prime One Studio, man, Prime One Studio is doing really amazing work. It's really bringing the house down week after week with the stuff they have and all the different franchises. They're covering a lot of stuff and Definitely, it's been a year. It's exciting. It's exciting to see what they come up with. And people are expectating, anticipating those showcases because, man, it's something exciting to watch. Better than wait for, like, having a week of SciShow stuff that is just a repetition of the same thing over and over and over and over again until you get tired of it and you just definitely upset or just you wasted your life there, your time there. And time is precious. But, you know, Prime One doesn't do that. It just, it's a concise two hours of just pure energy. And that's great. And the stuff that comes out is just amazing. They have done amazing art this year. So I'm telling you now, really coming to the end of the podcast, I'm, I'm telling you this. Um, it's been exciting. I'm, I'm grateful for a lot of things. Like I mentioned, there are things that we are always grateful. You know, grateful for, again, for my wife, for my daughter, for my family, for my job, for my health, for God's grace. I'm grateful for all those things. But as a fan, as a person that loves the geeky stuff, I'm, I, it's been a, year, a great year. It's been a great year. Uh, with a lot of great stuff to 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 really enjoy as a fan uh, of all these franchises that I love. It's amazing to see how this, yes, it's been a tough year for a lot of people. You know, some people are out of work. Some people are still struggling with finances. You know, the pandemic is still hard, you know, and people are still afraid sometimes to go out. But uh, in the end, I think it's been a fantastic year to see how this, you know, I would say these franchises that we love dearly have grown and continue to mature and produce great content where there is in movies and, you know, where there is in animation, where there is in video games, where there is in statues, action figures, all of those things that we love. It is amazing. You know, comic books, you know, like collections of comic books. Amazing. I'm excited for that. This has been a fantastic year. I'm grateful. I'm thankful that we have life and that we can share with our friends, that we can share all these beautiful things with our children, with the people around us. It's been exciting. Now, my question to you is this. What are you excited about? Are you excited about anything that I mentioned? Are you agreeing with this? Do you think I missed something? What are the things, that, the 10 things that you are grateful for this year? Uh, the things in the fandom world. What are the things that really excite you? Let me know. 
in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, you can come to Facebook. You can come to Twitter, Instagram. Let me know. The links are down below. Let me know how you feel about it. Let me know what excites you about this year and what you're looking forward for uh, next year. Uh, let me know. I would like to hear your opinion. I would like to hear your thoughts. My friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. God bless you. Take care. And I will talk to you again. Bye-bye.